Well, to those who are joining us, welcome to Equip 15. It is 8.13 p.m., well, almost 8.14 p.m., and Pastor Scott mm-hmm. will be joining us shortly. But thank you for joining us for Equip 15. Looking forward to a wonderful time of sharing this evening. Um, yes. And I trust everybody's doing well. Yes. yes. We hope you are, too. Hope that you are. Yes. Yes, I am. Now, Deborah, they are going to continue to do this. Am I thinking that correctly? They're going to ultimate the quick 15? Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Pastor wants to keep this. This is like one of his, I mean, this is a great sharing in the middle of the week. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. We surely need. Yeah, this has been just a wonderful boost. Especially now, I mean, just to have that oh, yeah. space in the middle of the week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you all. Hi, everybody. I pray you doing doing fine. And um uh one, thank you all for joining us as far as uh tonight's sharing is concerned. Um, um I know we got a lot of things that are going on. We got a lot of things we need to be praying about as well. Um, yeah. uh, Amen. Amen. what happened in uh Winston Salem today. Um, um as well as all across all across the country. But thank you all for joining us. Our numbers uh, going back up. We hope that you all were able to join us for Revival last week and hope you all were blessed. Well, let, let us um, look to the Word of God uh, for tonight um, as far as tonight's sharing is concerned. Matthew uh, 5.48 says, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Um, John 8.11, the woman that was caught in the act of adultery, Jesus said these words to her. No, sir, she said, then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. And then we also see in Romans 10, if you declare with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are now saved. And then we also have the word of God that comes to us from 1 John 1, verse 8. It says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And then finally, 1 John 5, 18 says, we know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. 
So tonight I, I want to talk about um, we are not sinless, but we should be sinning less. From sinless to sinning less. I think that one of the things we need to be cognizant of is that regardless of how long we've been in the church, regardless of how uh, close we are to God, regardless of how much we pray, how much we study the Word of God, how much we meditate, um, we will never be totally sinless, but we should be sinning less. The Bible says that everyone who has been born of God does not sin. To be born of God means to put one's trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, accept his atoning death on the cross as the remedy for our sins. And it also means to accept Jesus Christ wholeheartedly as the Lord of our life, which means that Jesus has the right to tell us how to live. Every person who does that in faith is born again. And at the same time, it might be difficult for us to understand how the scripture claims that when we are born again, we do not sin. If we are honest with ourselves, we have to acknowledge that we have sinned since we've been saved. We have sinned since we've been baptized. We have sinned since the last time we've been to church. If we're honest, uh, some of us sin right before we got on this prayer call. Probably said something, thought something, did something we had no business doing. Um, sin is something that all of us struggle with, and the ones who do not admit it commit the sin known as the sin of pride. In other words, most of us understand that sin is wrong, and sin has the desire to control our lives. So what does the Bible mean when it says that every person who is born of God does not sin? Let me clear this up. Here, the scripture refers to a continual sin, a habitual sin, not an episodic or episode of sin. In other words, a Christian should not live a lifestyle of sinning with momentary moments of godliness. On the contrary, we should live a lifestyle of godliness where we have occasional episodes of sin. For example, you should not go to church once in a while or donate a dollar towards charity once in a while. Our entire life should be going in the direction toward our God. We should be walking with God daily because Christ lives in our heart. But there is still moments that we fall into sin, but our sin should not be a habitual lifestyle. The theologian John Stott says, sin and the child of God are incompatible. They may occasionally meet, but they should never live together in harmony. Jesus does a work in our hearts so that habitual, continual sin is no longer a part of our lives. While we can never be sinless, we should be growing in Christ and we should be sinning less. I know that this is a difficult word for 
some tonight, but as followers of Jesus Christ, God calls us to a higher standard. And so it is my hope and prayer that we will live in that higher standard and be perfect or really be mature in our faith as Jesus Christ has commanded. Amen. 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 Thank God. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, um, we want to have uh, a word of prayer. Um, our hearts are heavy because of the death of Reverend Siobhan McElwain. And those that that don't know, her services will be this um, Saturday. Saturday. The quiet hour is at 11, I believe, and the services are at noon. Uh, I want to make sure. Am I right about that, Deb? No. I think it's at 10, Pastor Scott. 10 to 11. Okay. So it's 10. Then 11 to 12. The quiet Mm -hmm. hour is at 10, and the services are at 11. Thanks for that clarity. Okay, I don't want to have you all there late. Best to be too early than to be too late. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do we have to sign up like we're doing for uh, service, regular service? Yes. Yes, you need to sign up. And Deb, is is the sign up open on, on the website? Yeah, it's open. It's on the website now. Um, if you scroll down, it will have the homecoming services, and you can sign in there. Okay. All right. And so, Marilyn White will be taking them over the phone, too, for those who don't have computer access. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. We also want to lift up uh, Winston-Salem, particularly the Mount Tabor High School, and the young man that was a uh, student that was killed there and his family today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We also want to continue to lift up persons in um, who have been devastated by Hurricane Ida, our brothers and sisters that are in Haiti. Uh, we want to continue to lift them up in prayer, uh, as well as um, persons who are being uh, devastated by what's going on in Afghanistan. If there are any other prayer concerns, would you please share those at this time? True, family. family. Clark family, the medical team, medical team, family, family, the 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 as well as the teachers, staff, and administrators. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, our students are in the doctors and the nurses. Just pray for the whole world. 
Mm-hmm. People that's in the fires. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the Lord in in prayer, uh, my sisters and brothers. God, on this evening, um, today has been a rough day, particularly here in the state of North Carolina in the city of Winston-Salem. A family right now has lost a loved one, a son a cousin, a brother. Um, the Mount Tabor, has lost, Tabor High School has lost a student. And so, God, we come and we lift up the family who is dealing with this loss. Uh, and we even lift up the family, oh, God, who is dealing with, um, as far as the suspect is concerned, in his family. Uh, this is tough. Parents should not be burying their children. This is so tough. And so, God, we pray right now that you will um, bring uh, a sense of comfort as hard as that may be in this moment. We lift up right now also um, our pastor emeritus and his wife, um, the Drummonds, Dr. Drummond and Sister Thomasina that you will continue to build them up and uh, strengthen them where they're weak. God, we lift up our brothers and sisters down in Louisiana and Mississippi and parts of Alabama who have been devastated by Hurricane Ida. Uh, We pray, God, for fast restoration of power. Be with the linemen, O God, that are providing those services, be people that are doing cleanup, be with those that are trying to give relief, undergird them right now, oh God. We lift up our brothers and sisters that are in Haiti, still dealing with the devastation from the earthquake a few weeks ago. And God, as we do our part, continue to lay upon the hearts of our brothers and sisters on this call to give where they can. Be with those that are in Afghanistan, oh God, who are suffering. Uh, the United States has withdrawn its military power, and, and Lord, right now the Taliban are in control. And while folks are shooting darts and throwing arrows as far as politics are concerned, God, there are people who, who are caught in the crosshairs. Put a hedge of protection around them, oh God, and give them peace. Uh, God, we also lift up those who are suffering from wildfires in California. Um, We pray, God, that you will help them to uh, deal with the loss and restore unto them what has been taken. God, as we uh, continue to come to you in prayer right now, we lift up St. Paul Church, particularly with the loss of Reverend Siobhan McElwain, her daughters, her, her, her siblings, her, her mother. Uh, God, if you would give them comfort right now, as only you can provide. And God, for the homegoing celebration that will take place on Saturday, we pray it will be worshipful. We pray, God, that it will be a celebration of life. Um, Lord, this is kind of hard. Because so many of us on here knew her, others knew her a lot better. 
then I know I did, but God, regardless of how well, it still hurts. So, Lord, if you would, just move in the hearts of those who are experiencing and taking this loss hard. Give them the peace that goes beyond all understanding. and Let them smile through the tears. We lift up uh, the families of uh, uh, Deacon Jacqueline Brown. We pray her continued recovery. Brother Anthony Farr's continued recovery. Those who are part of our congregation who are dealing with their own loss and grief, we pray you would touch them right now as only you can. And God, as we get ready to close out this prayer, I pray for each and every person that's on this call that you will bless them in a special way. For them taking out time to fellowship and to commune with one another, but more importantly, to commune with you in prayer. Help us, O oh God, to sin less. Now, God, on this evening, as we break from this call, but never from your presence, uh, keep us in your care. Bring us back together. Uh, be it uh, in person or virtually, as far as worship and teaching and fellowshipping are concerned. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray and we say we love you. Amen. Good night, everybody. Have a blessed night. Good night, everybody. Have a blessed night. Thank you. Good night, everybody.